What's up, everybody? I'm Nick. And I'm Cody. And we are back with another episode of the Raw Smack Wrestling Podcast. Uh, you can find us on YouTube and uh, basically anywhere else You know, podcasts are available. You know, Apple, iTunes, Apple, Spotify, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Yeah, all those beautiful, beautiful and apps. And all the others. Yeah, and if you enjoy listening to our lovely voices, then you can find us on YouTube. Our channels are posted inside this channel. Anyways, uh, starting off with Raw this past week. Now, I have to say, uh, Cody might step in and say some stuff that you know Hulu doesn't show me because Hulu likes to cut out funny stuff, you know, like Nia Jax, but we'll get to that. Uh, start off the show with Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles. Overall, now, uh, actually, you're kind of glossing off. You're you're glossing over the entire announcement that begins the show because, like, like always, WWE has to start every show with a promo. You know, you can't just start with the match. You have to start with the promo. Did Hulu show? I don't think Hulu showed a promo. I don't see why it wouldn't have. It was pretty important. It was. Uh, so Adam Pierce was in the ring, and he welcomed back to WWE's Thunderdome. I don't know if he was ever in it, but I'm assuming he met in general. Just welcome back to the WWE, Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon came back out did not see on that. Raw. I mean, I knew Shane was there, but I did not see Shane come out at the beginning. They kind of announced that basically Elimination Chamber that was going to be an Elimination Chamber. Oh, that's so yeah. shocking. I, I saw that but, part, uh, but that was after, I thought. No, it's the that's what started off the show. Um, oh, I don't and then know. well, sorry, uh, the part that I saw for it, I didn't see that part at the beginning. You probably what, saw the limousine that? scene or something, yeah. but yep. uh, yeah, that happened. Uh, right I think after. after the first match. Yep. Yeah, that's the part I anyway, saw. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, he announced who all will be in the match. It'll be all former champions. I think one of these guys won't be in the match at a later date. Uh, after we get. Done with what Nick's going to say after I'm done. Uh, Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, The Miz, Sheamus uh, are all going to be vying for Drew McIntyre's WWE Championship. And then AJ Styles' music hits and gives one the it was a it was a dumb promo. I was bored listening to him. It's sad because oh. I'm an AJ Styles fan. Okay, but, so yeah, yeah I, I, saw I, have, the, I think I saw the end of that. Yeah. I'm sorry, um, I, I just AJ Styles bores me, so I just kinda like blocks that out of my head. I'm an AJ Styles fan, but I just don't think he's a very convincing heel, and that's a really big problem. Well that's what happens when you give us two big guys away. Yeah, well that's why they don't use them and now they're over uh, at AEW back doing their bullet club shtick. Yep. Uh, Which yeah, I guess so, they were still kind of doing it here, but anyway. Yeah, so uh, the match. Uh, yeah, we had the Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles match overall for uh, two wrestlers who are I would consider high flyers. You know, to a limit for AJ, but he still does some high flying things. To a limit, um, he's the one that's actually moving around in the match. Well, Jeff I mean, looks like, like okay, a geriatric like, old man. No, 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 no. That's what I was saying. Like he he jumps off the rope and stuff, does the springboard stuff, but. Uh, he used to a lot, a lot more than he yeah, does now. Yeah, exactly. They're you know, some people are gonna get older the and same. they don't do that. Exactly. Overall, uh, boring match. Um, I didn't think it was boring. I think it was a well executed uh, psychology type match. Well, it was a fine match. It's just you know, I don't know. Like when you think both those names, you think of high flying matches and stuff. 
Uh, but like I said, they are both older, and Jeff is definitely older. And from all the uh, drug abuse, you know, he's probably in a lot of pain. So he's um, just when you watch a Jeff Hardy match, you just see a old guy moving around very slowly, trying to do the same things he did, you know, f- fifteen years ago, and you know, doing it but barely succeeding. I just I don't like watching Jeff wrestle at this point in his yeah, life. It, it just, just he's his brother time. style at least allows him <laughs> to still wrestle. Yeah. Jeff's uh, style, he can't do. But uh, I, I just to add some comments on the match. No, because uh, this kind of ties into why I think uh-huh. uh, that main event, the, the elimination chamber is going to change, is because it was a well executed like psychology match with uh, AJ Styles attacking Jeff Hardy's knee. I personally think they're going to use this as a reason to get him out of the match, but that's just me. Um, Who replace him though? No clue, but he just, um, he seems, out of all the people there, Watch he seems like, Keith Lee in there. well, I don't know, Keith Lee's got the whole championship thing he's working towards now, you know, with sandals, but, um, was that on Hulu? I'm assuming it was. Oh, His match uh, with the Matt Riddle? Riddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was later on. Um, yeah, okay, well. Just, yeah, overall, that's, I mean, that's it was a I fine think... match. I think they both did well. I just, you know, like I said, they're not like they used to be. Um, the Fiend will be put in the match for some reason. There you go. There's my answer. He'll come back for Elimination Chamber. That would be something. Hmm. Anyways, uh, upon from that... Uh, like as we announced earlier, uh, Elimination Chamber was, you know, more or less announced. Drew had his little uh, scene with, you know, Shane. Uh, the, you know, why am I in this Elimination Chamber, blah, 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 because it's going to pull in views. It's, it's <laughs> Let's, a, it's I don't know if this chamber. was... Uh, the, <laughs> he skipped but over something, but what? I don't think it was very important. Like it's, I guess it sort of like sets up their I'm match sorry, tonight. Uh, but I'll explain this. Look, Raw, and I'm in the same boat as Cody. Raw is so trash, boring, and ridiculously stupid that like I just think my brain just cuts out notes on purpose. Well, <laughs> you, you'll understand why your brain did this if Hulu didn't air it. It's a backstage segment between Keith Lee and Matt Riddle, and uh, in a weird way. I, uh, like, in my mental notes, I was wondering, Hurt Business, uh, mm-hmm. new member Keith Lee, because Keith Lee, the way he was talking, like, he's being cocky and, uh, I'd say a little bit heelish in the way he was talking. I'd be okay with that, but though. But, th- yeah, I, I think Keith Lee would actually benefit being in the Hurt Business, in my opinion. I think the Hurt Business would benefit from having Keith Lee in it. That, too. But, you know. I could see that. I'd be okay with that for a little bit. Have like hey, a uh, evolution type standard, you know, where he gets in there, they're all buddy buddies, and then all of a sudden it's, well, I want the champion. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's already going to be wrestling for it. I believe he won their match against. He won his match against Riddle later on. I don't know. Just like you, I I tune out shit when it comes to Riddle at this point. Yeah. Um. Okay. So after that, after the elimination chamber little segment, uh, I have Lacey and Rick again. Lacey and Rick. Uh, I think it skipped over an entire match. Hold on. E- they did not show the match then. 
it's okay because it was the new day Kofi and Xavier Woods versus Retribution and I do have notes for this because my Twitter feed was my notes and I was just lighting up Twitter this entire time during this match because it was so dumb and boring and I hate Mustafa Ali (laughs) let's talk about someone with potential and at the same time ticks off all the boxes that makes me hate him and not want (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not not find him believable. And Retribution, which I think could work under any other leader than Mustafa Ali. It just makes he's no just, a leader. It doesn't he doesn't seem like a viable like big guy yeah. threat. Like Well like, like the whole point of having a leader of a group is it's somebody who everybody else looks at and goes, I am following this person because Because they'll kick my ass exactly. if I don't. I can't exactly beat them to be a leader. But I'm sorry, I don't think there's a person in that group that couldn't beat Mustafa. <laughs> and then anyone who knows me hate, knows I hate the Spanish fly. I think it's the dumbest move ever. And because I was his finisher when he was a face, I don't know if he's done it as a heel. I, I ain't paying that much attention. Yeah, I don't think they showed that much. I still... But uh, it was it was a dumb match anyway because he was on commentary and I had to listen to that. That's why I started ranting on fucking Twitter because I had to listen to him. Nice rant and rave and talking and because they're doing this whole shoot you know in a reality based storyline with him like Mm -hmm. the company is fucking him over and i'm like one you just are not very believable in this type of role storyline i'm sorry it i'm absolutely this this seems like a cm punk storyline that's what i was gonna say i I feel like this whole storyline was built for cm punk and then like they thought he was going to come back, and then it didn't happen. So they were like, well, I mean, we already built it up, so uh, let's just put you know, Mustafa in here. <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. Every time I see Retribution, I'm like, this seems like CM Punk. And I thought CM Punk was the leader of Retribution when the, the whole thing been. started. That would have been He should have been, but he doesn't want to come back. <laughs> but, uh, Which, apart from that, uh, I believe Lacey and Rick would be right after that. Uh, I'm not diving yep. into this. Look. The storyline's stupid. Ric Flair needs to retire and sit his old ass at home. Uh, you know, I just, you're, it's, I don't want to say pathetic, but like he walks out there and the whole time you're like, you're, you're not Ric Flair anymore. You're, you know, and <laughs> a beaten down and formed, you know, Ric Flair. Um, and well, I'm at just, least they it, cleared up some stuff with the storyline, you know, no, it, they're, because they have to do this, and I feel like this is them like being like, shit, you know, people are taking <laughs> this storyline one way. There's no sexual overtunes with this. She is just learning from him. And they had to yeah. go out of their ways yeah. to say this yeah. because they weren't learning, clear enough. Learning from... new ways to have sex. No, like, <laughs> it, it's obvious that's not what they, they, they didn't intend for that. Because even I noticed that that's probably what they, what they were going with I is like, she was supposed to be learning. With. Yeah, but they were so bad with it that it's like they have to fucking address it, and that's what they did. Rick Flair and that too. His prime, like he was, and I'm I'm gonna say this, you know, he he was a whore. Yeah, (laughs) he was like dirty, dirty whore. You can't put Rick out here with somebody like Lacey Evans and not expect people to go. Yeah, they're doing it. Uh, (laughs) Charlotte looks even worse than this as well because I, I know I, this, this is about yeah, the point I stopped tweeting. It makes it look tweeting. like she's like mad because Lacey's doing her dad and she wants to do her dad. It makes it even worse. No, it just to be honest, Charlotte looks like the heel in this this rivalry. 
Every moment that they too. like, besides you know Lacey screwing her over for that that title, yeah, Charlotte's done everything that you would consider a heel to do in terms of promo work and everything. And then I I found it funny on Twitter, and some people seemed to disagree with me, which it was nice. Uh, uh, that she she calling Lacey Evans Charlotte two point mm-hmm. you know, was the dumbest like choice of words for that promo. You could have called her like an imposter or charlatan or anything. And, uh, like, you you chose 2.0, and generally 2.0s are improvements. Like, the second best thing, you know? Yeah. When you get a 2.0 in software or just anything, it's the better thing. It just seemed like a dumb choice of words, in my opinion. But that's probably me nitpicking. And then At this point, you have had, to. It's that simple of a storyline. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, they, yeah. Was what's just, next? Uh, Damien Priest versus... Uh, I called him Mrs. Henchman. I can't remember who it was. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess they had a match as well. Uh, uh, yeah, it doesn't it was, matter. It was Lisa. pretty. They did a. I was talking bad, about the Lacey Evans Charlotte. Well, yeah, but, that was terrible. They did another Bad Bunny, you know, um, scene which I don't understand why uh, this if, guy's here. I don't understand the pool of them. And uh, no, I if somebody know, watching this knows the pool of why this guy is here, please. Tell us down, you know, for YouTube-wise, tell us down in the comments below. I don't think you can comment on other podcasts. We are talking about Bad Bunny, right? Yes. Uh, I guess, in a way, because it's all just uh, intertwined. I, technically, Edge came out first, and then the the Miz and all them people came out, and then the Bad Bunny shit happened afterwards, yeah. I guess. Uh, look, at this point, uh, uh, we'll, we'll talk about Edge at the end of Raw, because... Uh, yeah. Honestly, not even in the raw after the end of SmackDown because I I can already tell you exactly where this is going for Edge. But uh, anyways, yeah, we had this stupid Bad Bunny you know scene come out. Uh, Miz came out was bitching because you know oh that Bad Bunny you know hurt my feelings you know boring. Um, Damian Priest has a match with you know Mrs. Henchman here. Uh, once again, I don't get the hype about Damian Priest. Um, don't ask me. I still don't get it either. He's the, and I don't want people to take offense to this, but uh, he's the new Chris Jericho. Um, you know, he comes yeah, out. You're going to have to explain this one. I am. Because I, I am. actually like Chris Jericho. Uh, <laughs> well, I used to. And uh, just, when I say Chris Jericho, now. I'm not talking about like younger Chris Jericho. I'm talking about Chris Jericho when he decided, hey, I'm going to go form a band and try to become, you know, big. Uh, I feel like this dude should be in a heavy metal band and shouldn't be in WWE. Uh, he does some nice moves. I'll give him credit. He moves nicely around the ring. Um, but overall, his character side of it, uh, I, f- I literally feel like he's going to form a, you know, a band and leave. <laughs> try to leave. I don't know. Um, Honestly, I just I, I find nothing interesting about... Damian Priest. Right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'd have to see some more promo them. work exactly. or something. Maybe they'll do something but. with him and we'll see it. But as of right now, yeah, no. Uh, they had a, after that, what I have is the Drew's uh, interview. Uh, I believe that's Drew's interview. Yeah, yeah, with Carly Cruz. Uh, Charlie? Carly? I don't yeah. know how it's supposed to be spelled. Uh, anyway. Basically, you know, him talking about Elimination Chamber and all that. and About um, his friendship with Sheamus. Yeah. And, you know, the ripping of faces well, off. Well, former. 
Former friendship, yeah. I should say. And talking about the ripping of faces off. Uh, very basic promo. Uh, nothing to add to it from anybody. It's a, hey, the guy's going to talk. Other people are going to come out and talk. I'm, I'm going to beat you in this match, huh? Once again, yep. boring. Um, Bianca uh, has an interview with Asuka is what I have after that. Uh, yep. I don't remember this happening, so um, you, you can talk about this one. Like, I see it in the notes, but I... All right. Well, basically, it's just another Bianca going, oh, I don't know who I'm choosing yet. It could be Asuka. Um, Asuka basically comes up, acts like her friend, and basically tells her, you know, if you challenge me, I'm going to destroy you. Uh, does her crazy like, uh, stuff. Look, I, I'm, I'm going to set this down right now, and uh, Bianca is going to face Asuka. That and, uh, would be the dumber of the two choices, now, but okay, in terms of match uh, quality. I'm going to put that in people's head now so you have time to think about it while we go through the rest of the Raw. Uh, once we get to SmackDown, I'm, I'll explain why when it gets to that part. But I just want to put it in people's heads right now, and it's, it's a chance. I shouldn't say it's absolutely going to happen, but I think it's going to happen this way. Uh, but we'll, we'll explain it a little down the road here. Um, after that, we have the Matt Riddle, Riddle versus, versus Keith, Keith Lee. Lee. Um, once again, like I said, I don't like Matt Riddle. Overall, uh, it was a decent match. I'm glad Keith Lee won. <laughs> I'm glad Keith Lee won, too. Uh, I think they put on a good match for what they had. I thought it was just going to be a squash match, or they were going to do some stupid crap where, like, Matt Riddle got away with another win. Um, overall, like I said, decently good match. Keith Lee comes out on top. Uh, after that, I have, uh, Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre. Well, here well, first because uh, we get onto that match. After the match, Bobby Lashley ended up like beating the shit out of both guys. So if somehow Keith Lee joins her business, he would have to win that title, and it'd be like MVP like choosing his next big guy because it seems like MVP, you know, is like the brains behind the hurt business, next not year. really the brawn and you know the guy in charge as they'll say. You know, but he's the guy that's really in charge. You know who who they should really bring back to be a member of the Hurt Business? Mm, no clue. Shelton, I think it was Shelton's grandma with the brick. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> that ruined Shelton. Shelton's grandma. I think it's mother, actually. It it's not grandma. Mom. It might have been mom, yeah. But that <laughs> was the dumbest storyline. It ruined Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin would have won a world championship if it was not for that shit. It, it was really, it was pretty bad. <laughs> that cracks me up. But, uh, but yeah, basically, uh, Lashley came out and just destroyed everybody. Uh, I don't, I think Randy Orton and Drew right after that. Yep. And then my favorite part of the night. Was that the Sheamus interference? No, no, no. My, my favorite match comes afterwards. There was another match? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's we'll, it's, we'll it's that. famous. That's, there's multiple matches. Oh, that's my last thing for Raw on here is Randy Orton versus Drew. So they must have cut out a lot on Hulu. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. The, the notes might be shit. Uh... Oh, that's a video package. Sorry. Then, no. The next thing is uh, actually a couple matches. So, my favorite thing was actually next. If Drew, if the Randy Orton Drew is next, the match is next for you. Yeah, that's what I have next. Okay, tables match. WWE Women's Tag Team Champion. Nia Jax with Shayna Baszler <laughs> versus Lana with Naomi. And we had the funniest moment. Way funnier than <laughs> Titus World Slide. 
in the history of the WWE, and also I feel bad for Lana because one or two things happen. Either Nia Jax is so uncoordinated and such a poor wrestler, she injured herself, and then well, she didn't said, injure herself. I know that for well, I know that for a fact. Or she pulled a Sean in his prime where he tried to belittle people because she knew she was going to lose. And Sean is, has a history for doing this too where he'd oversell in a match where he didn't want to be in. And especially ones he would lose I'm gonna go back when that. he had attitude problems. I'm going to go with that. The only problem is Sean actually had talent. Nia Jax has none. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm, we got I'm, the funniest moment ever. So She did it to belittle her. Yeah, because it, it, now the match doesn't matter. It's all about yeah. Nia. That's all uh, that match is now. Basically, I mean, if you guys haven't seen it, I definitely recommend looking it up. It is so funny. So, uh, the, the insert clip now, or right. well, not clip, but audio now. You'll hear it. Uh, basically, you know, Nia lands on her buttocks and. <laughs> she was going for a leg drop on the apron, yeah. and uh, she <laughs> just... goes to s- massive screaming. And just saying, my whole, my butt—it uh, <laughs> was so funny, but so fucking dumb. Yeah, it was—it was severely stupid. And what's funny about it is a lot of people laugh because of what she said. Uh, I wasn't laughing because of what she said. I was laughing because of Lana behind her, looking like she didn't know if she was supposed to laugh, if she was supposed to be like, "Are you actually hurt?" You know, like, <laughs> that's exactly like, what it was. <laughs> Because it's so outrageous. So, yeah, like, it was, it's, it's it either bad. it's either Nia Jax is dumb and she has dumb shit, or it's Nia Jax hurt herself, which is also funny. Yeah. Like, it, really, this is just a perfect encapsulation of how horrible Nia Jax is as a like a, as a uh, as a wrestler and just as a performer. That you can't even tell if she injured herself or if she's just going into business for herself, well, you know, which is just ridiculous. The bad part about Nia Jax is if she would take just if they may have her take a little bit of time off, and six months right here, you know, let her character drop off, let her go hit the gym, get bulked up, like and don't me wrong, I'm not saying there's anything wrong. Take with some her. yoga classes, you know, get some uh, mobility get some, and yeah, you know, get some training in there, flexibility. And everything, and come back and just be a dominant woman on the roster because she could. She has the body she size to be. do it, but she has know. no functioning strength. Exactly, it's very obvious. It's exactly, just, for someone her size, she has no functioning strength. She is equivalent to the guy that you run into, thinking, "Oh my God, he looks like he could kill me," and then you find out that he can't even lift anything because he's a fucking, yeah. you know, just a flabby armed, yeah. you know, bitch. But uh, anyway, she upon, she's basically the equivalent. Man, yeah. Sorry. Uh, apart from that, is, is there anything else between that and the Randy Orton match? Uh, there's another woman's match. Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Naomi. It happened right afterwards, and Naomi won that one, just like Lana won the tables match. Okay, yeah, they showed clips of it on uh, uh SmackDown. SmackDown, yeah, because oh. now they're gonna capitalize on the my hole. Oh yeah. But anyway, I'll let you talk about this last uh, match because once again, I just uh, pointless match. We knew what was going to happen. Uh, Randy Orton and Drew are out there. The wrestling. Sheamus comes out acting like he's on the side of the ring and everything. Uh, halfway, you know, through the match, for whatever reason, Sheamus decides he wants to come in and do his bro kick on Drew. Um, yeah. I I just I found no enjoyment in it because I 
I'm I'm calling this stuff out before I'm even seeing it. <laughs> uh, but I'm, yeah, that was, WWE's that been very, let's say, predictable lately. Right. Um, Which I know to a certain extent, part of watching it so long and knowing how it works, you got to a certain certain extent try to turn off your brain. But when it's this obvious, it's really hard to turn off that part of your brain where it's like, I'm guessing this stuff as it's happening. I'm not interested. Like knowing like stuff that's going to happen before. Like, I mean, that's going to happen no matter what they do. Because uh, there's it only could. so much story stuff that they could do, and I, I'm gonna. I just it, would rather they're doing it the same sense. thing with SmackDown, yeah. Um, which is why I said when the stuff of like Bianca, what I'm gonna explain when we get to SmackDown, uh, it could be a possibly good setup for both shows on, uh, basically making people think they're doing one thing and doing the other. But uh, we'll talk yeah. that once we get that. I believe that was the end of uh, Raw there with Sheamus interfering. Yeah. Um, you, you got a score? I, I got a score. Uh, overall, uh, I'm going to say two out of five. And I'm only going to give it a two because of Nia Jax. <laughs> uh, yeah. If it wasn't for her, uh, honestly, I would have gave the show a zero. <laughs> Well, I, just remember, we we, we we tend to do the shows out of 10. But I also right. give it a 2. Right. Two holes out of 10. There you go. Two, two out of 10. <laughs> sure. Two holes out of 10. <laughs> I'm going to smack you. Uh, <laughs> Good luck with that. Maybe you'll <laughs> knock my ass out. I want to go back to bed. <laughs> uh, anyways, anyway, moving to the better show of the week. Oh, way better show. SmackDown, even when it's bad, is yeah. more watchable, uh, except for last week. We're going to talk about the wrestling talk show, SmackDown. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was like, well, wait, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, You're going to have to explain this one. So the night yeah. opens up with Roman Reigns talking. Yeah, well, with, yeah, that's that's WWE. Uh Basically, uh, Adam Pierce is out there. You know, it's oh hey, you're gonna defend your title in the Elimination Chamber. Uh, Roman, for one time in his life, instead of talking more than he needed to, realized oh, this is what Paul's here for. So he gives the mic to Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman does his, oh, I'm Paul Heyman. Blah blah blah. You're talking about the undisputed, you know, unbeatable monster men, you know, champion over here. Um, basically says, hey, yeah, you require Roman Reigns to be at the Elimination Chamber, but he doesn't have to be in the Elimination Chamber. So... This still, to a certain extent, makes no sense, because... Well, okay, here's You're the still the authority figure. You can put him in the Elimination right. Chamber. Right. It's, it's, it's uh, this, this is still dumb writing. Yes and But no. it's good yes for Roman. No. This is good heel stuff from Roman. Yeah. But um, it is just—it makes no sense. I don't think Roman's going to show up at Elimination Chamber. I think he's going to skip out. Will. I think he's going to skip out, and uh, I think they're going to pull that. Well, you didn't show up, so now you have to face him at WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't see that happening because it's I don't know. pretty we'll obvious that he's like he's going to capitalize on whoever wins the chamber, come out, hit a spear, and then the show's going to end. That's all that's uh, going to happen. There is only which is, one way of this happening that I would be okay with uh, if they were to do it this way um, is for Jey Uso 
to win the Elimination Chamber. And let me finish before any anybody thinks, oh, that's stupid. Uh, and for him to go into the match against Roman, everybody thinking he's going to lay down. And for Jay Uso, I'm not saying he's going to win, but for him to basically, you know, turn on Roman and attack him because he has a shot at a champion. That could work, I guess. Uh, and I, I would be okay with this. I bet they would make him lay down, though. Uh, probably, but I would be okay if they did it that way to split Uso away from Roman because Jimmy's supposed to be, you know, back soon. You know, he's been gone for a while with his uh, surgery and everything, and I just don't see them putting both the Usos with Roman. I think they're going to pull them away from Roman and let them try to revive what's left of the tag team division. Well... Uh, um, speaking of Uso being in the match, Pierce yep. announces that two people yep. don't even have to qualify for the Elimination yep. Chamber, and that's Kevin and Jay. Yep. And I guess it, no, it it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. Like, why don't uh, they have to qualify? Like, well, I understand why Uso's getting pulled in there. He's putting Uso in there as a uh, you know a middle finger to Roman's face. Yeah, you know, like a middle finger that like the person that he thinks will lay down for him will will be in the match and the could just lay down for him if he wins. Like it doesn't seem know. like that big of a middle finger to me. Uh well that, I'd say I'm putting your family in this match because let's face it here. Everybody else in this match like I don't see Jey Uso winning this elimination chamber. Uh no. They'll probably have Kevin win. They're all gonna beat the shit out of him. <laughs> like the person in my dreams of winning the match and somehow winning the title even if it's like for a week and then he has to lose it would be cesaro just because i i would shit gold for a week <laughs> I, I i don't know man we'll, we'll talk about him a little later on uh with yeah this match. yeah yeah uh but moving on from them getting announced uh we have the mysterios which is ray and dominic uh versus corbin <laughs> and Sami Zayn <laughs> as uh a uh <laughs> Entrance match to uh, Elimination Chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Number one contenders or contender matches, whatever you want to call them. Qualifying matches. I do not like the Mysterios. <laughs> um, I don't know. I actually like them more as a tag team. When they're actually a tag team, not when they're in a, singles matches. It was an alright match. Uh, one thing, or a couple things I do want to talk about is... Uh, Mysterio Jr. over here trying to do a uh, diving, you know, through the ropes onto Sami Zayn and more or less face planted the side of the table. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, now, thankfully, you know, uh, thankfully it didn't look like he was hurt. You know, I don't wish anything like that on anybody. Uh, but this comes to show on why he should have went through NXT before he was pushed on the main roster. Way more time in a performance center, even exactly. if you don't even just put him on an NXT. Yeah, I understand. You know, I, I could have called this a while he's back. He's been wrestling or training since he was eight years old and blah, 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 blah. Uh, nah. But sitting at, at least home, not serious. Sitting at home training with your dad who's at, you know out every other month with a knee injury is uh, not the same not as the same. being yeah, at the exactly. performance center and actually learning how to wrestle. Yeah. Overall, match went on for a little bit, uh, but Sami Zayn ends up, you know, Pinning Dominic in the end. Which was the right way to go with it. Yes. Zayn and Corbin should have been in the match. Yes. I don't um, think I could have watched the Elimination Chamber if the Mysterious <laughs> went in it. Right. Like, I don't hate them. It's just... Ray is just not a credible threat at all anymore. I, I think he's, he's Jeff Hardy, exactly, but smaller. Exactly. And I think the reason and I did it this way Dominic is... And then Dominic 
this is going to set up the, uh, you know, Dominic going to betray his dad and everything, and then have the yeah. match at WrestleMania. Then WrestleMania, which uh, I've been calling, f- yeah, for like a long time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but moving on from that, uh, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode have an interview, uh, an awkward interview, if you ask me, uh, where they're basically saying, "Hey, we both deserve to be in an elimination chamber match," and they go on this huge spill of. Uh, Adam Pierce and uh, Sonya Deville in it. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Sonya Deville. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying was. to find where this was on the notes. I'm like, did you just skip over something? Did I skip over something? Did where we, the fuck we, is this? That's what Hulu showed me. So some, something. No, else. no, no, no. Hulu won't cut out anything with SmackDown. If it does, it's okay. gonna be barely anything because uh, it's a two-hour show. Basically, yeah, they're like they're looking at like you both want to be in the same pod. <laughs> you know they're like no and Dolph goes on this like I'm a champ he's a champ you know and Rude just like no me in one pot and him in the other <laughs> <laughs> and it's the one time that I will ever say that Bobby Rude has ever said anything I've agreed with on a show man Ziggler has better promos against his brother over the internet right if anyone knows his brother's in AEW right now um, but but yeah they have this and they they basically get told, oh, if you want to qualify for it, you're going to be in a tag team match against uh, Daniel Bryan and Cesaro. Yep. Why? I I don't know why we're doing I, tag team qualifying matches, but okay. <laughs> that's their wave, so they don't have to have six matches, so they can have three. Um, After this promo, we have another one. Or two. No three. Uh, no two. Where Reginald is apologizing to Sasha Banks. I have no um, interest in this stuff as much as I like Sasha. This Reginald Carmella stuff. It's I, old, I thought it's this boring. was it's. It, I thought it was like okay, we're doing this for a month because yeah. we don't know who we really want to work with. Yeah. WWE, come on! This is not. This is not a <laughs> multi-month feud. This is not a month multi-month storyline. What the fuck? Well, Have okay, Sasha work with someone the, better. The next thing is just the same. It's just between two guys instead of two girls. Oh my uh, god! Yes. Next okay. segment, Biggie comes out to talk smack. Uh, once again, more talking. Talk to talk to talk to talk talk talk. There's so much talking on this show that I'm forgetting it's a wrestling show. I feel like it's just a bunch. That's of people WWE talking. in a nutshell. Uh, he comes out. Biggie talking. has to be the guy that constantly make. Uh, right. uh, like real life. Uh, what's that? Pop culture references. Whether yeah. he's talking about like Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, or the Gorilla Glue hair girl. Like yeah. it, he just makes some of these dumb jokes, and it's like, yep. how is this? Like, does this what people really find interesting is stupid pop culture references instead of right. concise promos that build up a feud, that build up a storyline, <laughs> that's supposed to sell you on a yeah. match at a pay per view. Like, I don't give a shit about some meme on the internet. I don't care that you're going to talk about the guy that won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like football, Um, but I care more about you selling us on your match against Shinsuke or your feud with Apollo, which I just am tired of seeing. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, Basically, Biggie Talk Smack, Apollo Crews, for whatever reason, comes out and uh, is claiming to Biggie that he deserves another shot. Dude, you've lost like 80 times. Your shot's over. Uh, at this point, you know, Biggie's like, bring out my next, you know, contender. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura comes out. Why he's the next contender, I don't know. Um, it's an open challenge, and he's he's at least enough. a credible, you know, uh, wrestler for I that title because he held it. Of the match, uh, they start having their match. 
alright match, not too much happens. Uh, by the end of it, basically, Apollo Crews comes in and hits Big E. Yeah, it was dumb. Blah, 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 boring, blah, get out of here. Um, moving on from that to our next talk show, uh, Seth Rollins is back. Oh my god, now, please, this was kill the me. one part of the night I was okay with because it just cracked me up. He had everybody out I here. Just... Uh, starts talking about, like, I could be your I leader. I think I have a true hatred for Seth Rollins and, now. And I, I do, like, he... <laughs> he does his job. <laughs> At least this current version. He like, does his job. He comes out I don't think he does him. it right. I, I don't I don't hate him in the right way, I don't yeah. think. like um, See, the, the problem is, is, unlike back in the day where if you hate a heel, you'd watch it to see him lose. I don't watch wrestling to see Seth Rollins lose. If anything, he makes me want to turn off the TV. Yeah. Especially uh, as this Monday Night Messiah his, thing, even though he was on SmackDown. His so, whole thing, is, he, is he the Friday Night Messiah now? Right. No. Uh, his new thing now is Embrace the Vision. Um, uh, which yeah, is yeah. basically the same thing as his last storyline, just, you know, different words. Yeah. Uh, everybody it's leaves just... except for Cesaro. He's talking to Cesaro. Cesaro just like, kind of like chuckles at him and uh, goes to leave. And then Seth, of course, attacks him, showing that, hey, I'm still a hill and blah, blah, blah. Nothing's changed. Um, is Cesaro now a face? Because they didn't set this one up. They set up Shinsuke to turn face. I don't know. Don't get me wrong. If maybe Cesaro could get a push, I'd like that. But is this what you're setting up his feud um, after Elimination Chamber? Because if I would so, be okay with this. But the sad part about it'll this, be a good match. But about, Seth will win, and it'll piss me off. Well, the sad part about Cesaro in this standard is the fact that uh, it looks like they're pushing him, but but they're not really pushing him. We are. Well, I'll, I'll explain. I'll explain more when we get down to that uh, closer to the end of the show with because Cesaro comes back out and everything. Um, yeah. moving on from that, uh, Bailey versus Liv Morgan. Uh, I forgot this match happened. They're going on this huge thing of, oh, we have to have the Riot Squad out here so that Bailey could beat them again because of, uh, uh, what the hell's her name? Uh, Billy Kay. Billy Kay. Yeah. Uh, once again, they're shitting on Billy Kay for this. I don't know why they're doing it. Uh, which is funny because they have their match. Billy Kay comes out, is talking to Ruby, who's not in the match, mind you. Okay. Right. She does nothing to interfere in this match. She's talking to Ruby. Ruby grabs all of her papers that supposedly have all of her pictures and stuff on them and, like, throws it behind her. So it flies yeah. into the ring, gets the ref distracted, Bailey cheats, you know, uh, does the eye scratch to Liv Morgan, uh, finishes the match, Bailey wins. And then Ruby's looking at Billy Kay like, you did this again, you know, you're pissing me off. And I'm, I'm sitting here like, you just Ruby, did this. you threw the papers behind you, knowing the ring was right behind you. This was just bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it for that. That was that was it was stupid. Uh, next, another interview. My gosh, people talking. Shocker, right? Uh, Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. Uh, it was a short interview. Basically, Cesaro says a few words, and Bryan says, "That dude's tough." Uh, I don't know. I don't remember this. That cracked me up. Uh, and then, I probably went to use the restroom. And then we had good old-fashioned NASCAR. Another promo for the Street Profits who were giving a WWE title to a NASCAR driver. Uh, why, I don't know. They gave him a title. He gave them helmets and a red solo cup with his car number on it. 
Um, um, I don't see this in the notes. I don't know who it was or what the hell happened. Um, did did they say which NASCAR driver? I, Not to say I'm like a giant NASCAR nine. fan. I, I, I <laughs> look. It was. I'm so dumbfounded by it. I didn't even cast the dude's name. Uh, they have uh, I'll out search after. it up. Uh, they have their match against Chad Gable and uh, Otis. Chase Elliott. Okay, so and, one of the uh, best drivers. Got it. That yeah. makes sense. He probably um, won the NASCAR Cup, overall, but I didn't even know it. Nothing to care about in this match. I will say one thing, though. Uh, the Street Profits, they do the frog splash off of the rope, and that dude flies. Like, I think he goes for the highest in the air he can go. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Street Profits. Half the time, they just annoy me, and I ignore them. But I saw this, yeah. I saw him do this frog splash, and I mean, like, it wasn't like most people do it these days where they just kind of like, instead of jumping upwards, they jump like outwards and a little up. Yeah. You know, uh, not like Rob Van Dam and Eddie Guerrero used to do. Yeah. Like he, he got air. I recommend watching that one, that one little scene. Uh, basically, uh, yeah, they won their match. Uh, they're leaving, uh, boss time. Sasha Banks comes out uh, for whatever reason. They stand up there for a second dancing. Uh, they leave, she walks down the ring, uh, cuts the commercial, comes back on, she's still dancing. Yeah, um, that's... And... You imagine, like, they go to the commercial, and then, <laughs> you know they're going to commercials, so you gotta fucking do your shit for, like, two and a half yeah. minutes, three minutes during a commercial. Um, it's like, uh, uh, Right. Uh. So, uh... I imagine they back. just cut off completely since there's no people in the crowd. Right. Uh, she, she's in the ring now, uh, she's talking, Bianca comes out, uh, basically cause, you know, Sasha's like, oh, you know, I know you're gonna face me, blah, 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 uh, Bianca comes out, tells her that she's not the boss of her, um, and that she's gonna challenge who she wants to challenge. Now, uh, this is what I was talking about with, uh, why Bianca is going to challenge Asuka. Um, so... What she, what Bianca's been doing is she's wearing the colors of the roster she's on for the last couple weeks. Um, yeah. When she was on Monday Night Raw, she was wearing red. When she was on SmackDown, she's wearing blue. This week, she's on SmackDown, she's wearing red. Uh, now, this is where the trickiness of what I would hope the writers are doing to kind of keep people off the you know trail of who's facing who. Um, Seth Rollins is back. He's on SmackDown. Uh, him and Becky just had a a new a new baby girl. Uh, Becky's gonna come back. She's gonna come back and she's gonna claim I never lost my title. I'm still a champion, uh, which is why I could see her still going back to Raw to face Oscar again. Um, but I think they're gonna flip flop yeah. it. I think she's gonna come yeah. to SmackDown because I think they're looking at her well being of her and Seth being on the same show, so they're not traveling apart you know apart from each other, along with a kid. Um, yeah. So I think she's going to come to SmackDown and, you know, look at uh, Sasha and be like, yo, I never lost my title, you know. For a horsewoman match? <laughs> you think you're the best of the best, you know, boss, so why don't you face me? You know, open challenger. And I, The man versus the boss. It, oh, great. Exactly. We're going to get those fucking exactly. promos for a month or uh, like three months. So oh, I, I God, why does everything have to have a fucking nickname? Uh, and Bianca and is, of course, going to go to Raw. Um, yeah, it's very sound, um, you know, uh, logic. I honestly wouldn't have thought of it myself. Yeah. 
Then again, yeah. I feel like WWE at times just sucks away all my brain power. Uh, I, like I said, honestly, could go way. I think th- I think this is the problem overall. Is it sucks away all my brain power? So once I get to Friday, I watch <laughs> and I enjoy it, but I can't think about it. Because uh, as you, if you look at my Twitter feed, I was thinking about mm-hmm. Raw. But after Raw, I was so drained and just, like, there's an empty just husk of, you know, willpower and, like, no mind working for me. That I just, we get to Friday, I'm like, this cool. I don't have any thoughts about it, but this cool. Yep. (laughs) But maybe that's why it's more enjoyable as well, is Raw is just so bad that everything's better. I have some more predictions for the end of the show that, I mean, it might might rattle your brain. Uh, Was it the Edge stuff, I'm assuming? I didn't see Edge at all in there. Um, you said you were going to talk about Edge at the end of SmackDown, so that's why I assumed. Anyway, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that that coordinates back to Raw. Uh, anyways, uh, after this happens, Nia and Shayna come out. You know, oh, oh we're the tag team champions. We can be on any roster. Um, Sasha and Bianca basically just pull up. You know, Shayna losing, and then you know, Nia getting rammed in her butt. Um, they both lost, actually. Yeah, they both did lose. Uh, but it pisses them off. Uh, they attempt to attack Sasha and Bianca. They basically, I won't say beat the crap out of Nia and Shayna, uh, but they hit them both, put them both out of the ring. Uh, stupid segment. Oh, hit this shit my mic. <laughs> I I kept waiting for them to like cut the commercial and come back on and be like, just you know, just coming in now they're facing each other for you know in a match like. <laughs> Um, thankfully, we're moving that on happen. to the next match. Yeah, uh, Dolph Root, Dolph Root, <laughs> Dolph Root. That is a horrible, that is the horrible amalgamation I said Bobby of Ziggler and Robert. <laughs> oh my god, that's even worse. Robert Ziggler, uh, Dolph Ziggler, oh god. and Bobby Roode, uh, versus Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. Um, <laughs> I just can't. Anymore. All right, look, uh, <laughs> I can't. This is a good match, though. I enjoyed the match, but now I can't. <laughs> Damn it, Nick. It was an all right match overall. Uh, there was one point where Danny Bryant goes through the ropes, lands on top of Cesaro. Uh, Cesaro keeps getting hurt, and I'm going to come back to this at the end of this. On This is going to be with one of my predictions. Um, uh, Sami Zayn and Corbin both come out as like a, hey, you know, we're going to intimidate you guys. Like, you're going to be facing us, you know. At the Elimination Chamber, we're going to destroy you, blah, 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 blah. Uh, at this point, uh, I don't know what happened to Cesaro, uh, but the dude hawked out and just absolutely kills Ziggler. Um, just... <laughs> yes, it was Uppercut it after was uppercut after uppercut. Uh, he basically did like a Daniel Bryant running back and forth corners, kneeing people, but with uppercuts. And Cesaro's uppercuts, like, are terrifying. Like, I know they're not actually, like, you know, full-blunt hitting somebody, but it looks like they're full-blunt hitting somebody. It seems like a wrestling move that's in design to be uh, semi-realistic, you know, yeah. to portray that they're trying to be in a simulated fight. Exactly. Certain wrestlers could learn from that. Um, <laughs> I'm throwing shade at a lot of the people on the <laughs> roster anyway, and a lot of people in wrestling. <laughs> Going from that, I, uh, I, I, I like flippy shit as much as the next person, but at least make it believable that you're trying right, to be in a fight or right. something. Um, going from that, uh, Cesaro ends up winning the match, which is great because I feel like they are somewhat pushing him. 
but I don't think it's going to last long. Um, at this yes. point, uh, Jey Uso comes well, out, we... hits Cesaro with a chair. Once again, Cesaro getting attacked from behind, Cesaro getting hurt. Um, <laughs> everyone hits the ring that's supposed the, to be in that match. Yeah, everyone's in the chamber, that's in the chamber match comes out and fights. Uh, and then, you know, Kevin Owens comes out, uh, stuns everybody. Stuns everyone. Completely boring. But... But Sami Zayn. He didn't stun Sami. Yes, and Sami's on the outside. That's what I'm going to get to. Uh, I didn't think it was boring. It made sense. It, it, uh, the only Sami bad part Zane, is he's been in the well, storyline right. for like fucking. Right. Uh, Sami Zayn did attack Corbin, which is why I think he's going to side with uh, Owens at the Elimination Chamber. Um, and Kevin's sitting yeah. there calling out Roman Reigns. Okay, so uh, here's here's a couple different predictions on some stuff. I'll let you, um, I'll let you predict. Overall, the one I want to happen, okay, is uh, I want Cesaro to win the chamber. Um, oh, that, yes, look, please. Uh, they're not going to let him beat Roman. But him I, and Roman in a match together I think would be awesome. Um, at least give him at least give him 10 to 20 minutes to work. Exactly. You know, have that to be the first match of the night. Cesaro goes into the match yep. later on in the night, you know, beaten and, you know, seemingly broken but he just puts on a match because yeah. i know cesaro can do I, it overall i just want to see you know cesaro swing roman around like you know he's a lightweight uh <laughs> but like i said he, like he's, he's not a little child. He, yeah exactly he's not gonna win the match against roman i that's who i want to win the chamber um now another thing that i thought could possibly happen uh which is what we talked about earlier with uso uh possibly winning the chamber um yes and then you know actually fighting that's another one i thought of uh the part of cesaro keeps getting injured by people he gets attacked by everybody uh and especially with the seth rollins starting it i think what's going to happen and i would hate seth rollins is going to take his spot in exactly the chamber. Uh, rollins going to attack cesaro at the chamber before he gets in and he's going to take his place uh and we're going to have a seth rollins versus roman reigns match um which will be dumb because they're both heels and I would have liked that match a while back, or if they brought Seth back as a face, now, but it's clear he's not a face. Right. Um, I don't know. I could see it happening, uh, which would be funny because that means my predictions from the Royal Rumble would have became more or less true. Um, coming out to the Elimination Chamber, it, you, you can already see this. Yeah. Randy Orton's winning the Raw Elimination Chamber match. Edge is going to challenge him at WrestleMania. La, 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 Nope, not happening. It's not happening. He's still feuding with Devine. It's not happening. Randy Orton is not winning another. Look, look, look. This is the problem with Randy. And this is what people are Drew McIntyre is not getting fucked over again. Randy Orton is not winning another title. Randy Orton will not win another fucking title. I don't hate Randy. I just don't think he should be in that position anymore. He is supposed to be an enhancement guy. Who are you enhancing if you give him the fucking title? Um, I will stop watching. <laughs> Goodbye to the podcast. It would be really stupid, and I wouldn't agree with it, but uh, I could see Randy winning this Elimination Chamber, Edge challenging yeah. him at WrestleMania, and uh, the Fiend coming back. Uh, I, I still wouldn't like it because it's. I wouldn't either. Like I want. I, either, I want Edge to be in a match, <laughs> and I, I just not against Randy. I don't want to see that match again. I don't want to see Randy with the title again. Randy is bit Every time Randy holds the title, it's because he's fucked over someone <laughs> I like. But uh, and not in a good way to where I want him to lose the title because it's more of a this is dumb. <laughs> you know I don't want to watch it. Right. Way. 
Because, uh, you know, now, fucking Daniel Bryan gets the title. Oh, what does he do? He comes out and takes it from fucking Daniel. You know, right. like, Randy always just um, takes the title at so, the worst time, in my opinion. <laughs> I see Randy doing that. Uh, I think they're going to shock everybody. Um, <clears throat> I don't believe they've picked all the women for the Women's Elimination Chamber, have they? Are they having a Women's Elimination Chamber? I'm pretty sure they are. That that there's gonna be a lot of chambers. Uh, this three fucking chambers. I don't. Nah, man. Uh, like, my prediction, and I would hate for this to happen. I really would. Uh, and I, I, I don't see it happening. Um, I see Seth coming out, winning the elimination chamber after kicking Cesaro out. Um, I don't see a match happening at elimination chamber for Roman. I know that's fucking see, dumb. I see them doing some cheap shot shit way of like, oh, Roman can't compete tonight, so they move his match to WrestleMania. Uh, I see Becky coming back and challenging Sasha to WrestleMania, and uh, I would, I hope this doesn't happen. Trust me, I'm trying to hold back throw up. Uh, them ending WrestleMania with uh, Seth and Becky as champions. <laughs> Nick. If this happens, I don't own a car. I don't know how to drive. I will walk in the fucking snow because somehow I feel like we'll still have snow then because fucking snow won't leave the ground and we're going to get more at night. And I will fucking strangle you in your sleep. I'll come pick you up. I am not joking. I am sleep deprived and I will strangle you while you sleep. Uh, anyway, um, your edge shit is that? Oh, that what was your edge predictions? I'm assuming it was the Randy Orton stuff, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know it's gonna happen. Uh, I just. Oh God, nope, nope, it's not gonna happen. I don't want it to happen Drew, either. I don't want neither of Drew's those gonna scenarios win. Drew's to gonna happen. win. Drew will win the fucking match. It's the only right choice. I don't see so. I I think Sheamus is gonna uh, screw him out. Hmm. That better not be the last match if that's what happens. It better not be the last match. I think it's going to be the whole, everybody's aiming for Drew. So Drew's whole reasoning is, oh, you know, everybody aimed for me. I had to fight five different guys, you know. That's just, it'd be dumb. It'd be really dumb booking. Mm. And, and then I'd be like, Vince, maybe it's time to step down. Uh, well, know? we still have fast lane between Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania too, don't we? I don't want him to lose the fucking title. It's dumb. But like, no, we still have Fastlane, right? Yes, I know. Uh, he could get the title no, back. No, I don't it think happens, he's going to get but... it back. I think it's going to be uh, either Drew's winning to uh, winning at Elimination Chamber and losing it at Fastlane, or he's going to lose at Elimination Chamber and lose his rematch at Fastlane so that they're set up for WrestleMania. Drew doesn't have a rematch. That's, uh, there's no uh, rematches anyway. Didn't they do this whole fucking storyline a year ago? It's around the time I stopped watching I where they're I like, we would have no guaranteed rematches one, anymore. One second, it's we're not doing this. The next second, you know, oh, we're not allowing oh, cross, yeah. you know, cross branding on the rosters. Oh, wait, now we yeah, are. No. Now we're not. Now yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> That's WWE in a nutshell. They, anyway, they, your score for the, the show once you're done. They uh, change their rules to, to what they like. Um, Overall, I. I enjoyed it. There was something good uh, out of almost everything. Um, a couple bad things, so I'm not going to give it a perfect, perfect score here. Uh, I'd probably say 8 out of 10. That's actually quite a bit higher than what I was going to give mine. I don't think it's a bad show. 
And while the the score would would seem bad on my scale, it's not bad. It's just it's slightly above average because I think the show was slightly above average. Uh, it, I'm giving it a six, and most people would see that as a bad score. In my eyes, it's not a bad score. It's it's slightly above average. See, I, I, I um, would have said five or six uh, on a normal average. The reason I'll give it an eight is two reasons. One. Uh, the show got my mind rolling on possibilities to come out, and it's been a while since you know. Uh, Maybe that's why it's better for you. It. My um, brain wasn't going to be doing and that. Two, the Street Profits with the Fox Flash, like uh, it, it made me feel like a kid and remembering you know when Eddie Guerrero used to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just I don't know. It just brought out the kid in me again, you know. But yeah, I'd say eight out of ten. Yep. Yep. Well. Overall, an interesting week. Uh, eventually, we might start talking about NXT, but right now, we're still not doing that. <laughs> uh, I am interested in the main event for the NXT title at, at um, the the takeover before WrestleMania. Finn Balor and uh, and uh, Pete Dunne. That's going to be a very good match. Uh, I, if anything, that's the one match I'm really actually looking forward to on that card. I don't know the other matches. Um, but um, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with that. Oh, wait. No, that's the takeover before that's happening. That's actually the, the upcoming takeover, isn't it? I don't I believe know. That's I know they're supposed to be having... Tonight? Isn't it a Valentine's Day takeover? Oh, shit. Yeah. It's the 14th. Yes. Yeah. I might actually watch that. When I, know, well, I, when I know more stuff than you, what's going on here? <laughs> I am running on two hours of sleep, and I'm it sick. Happens. But, uh... Yeah, well, you know, for anybody you know who's watching this, we recorded this on the 14th, so happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Uh, yep. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know some Valentine's Day facts are not very pleasant. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to Because I'm that. a morbid person. Uh, anyways, uh, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you know, leave a like, comment, subscribe, you know, ring that bell for more notifications on when we post our weekly episodes. Uh, if you're listening on any form of the podcast that we're on, you know, make sure I'm pretty sure you can follow, follow, subscribe, yeah, follow and subscribe on there too. Whatever it tells you to do. Uh, leave us five stars on iTunes if you really enjoy. Leave us a comment on iTunes as well. And uh, if you want to get a hold of us uh, and send us questions and uh, just ask questions and talk to us, you can uh, follow us uh, on Twitter at Noxus and at the dog the gamer. For our two personal uh, Twitters and the Raw Smack Pod for uh, the actual podcast Twitter, you can hit us up at any of those uh, handles. Uh, they will be in the descri- yeah, descriptions for the podcast on whatever platform you uh, listen to. So uh, we we really do look forward to actual questions, you know, some actual interactions because you know ultimately wrestling is a community, you know, and that's really what yeah, makes any fandom interesting. Join the family. The family. Yeah. God. Yeah. So I can go over and beat up Cody because I am the head of the table. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. We will talk to y'all next week. Yep. Uh, Yeah.